kick the cool. You've done it. You found it. In the giant sea of cool podcasts that are out there, you found the one that kicks the cool to the curb. And it is a fun place. We love it here. I am your big little brother, Tone. I am your little, little brother, Wopsle. And I'm America's big sister, Shishi. And this is the podcast that gives you the reviews you didn't know you needed. What's up, my nerds? You're welcome. (laughs) You are welcome. I mean, woo. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) You know, it's one of my pet peeves when someone gets on a stage and they say, how are you doing tonight? And everyone says, woo. (laughs) That's not an answer to that question. (laughs) You want everyone to shout in unison, fine. Thank you. (laughs) How are you? No, I want them to say uh, in like low key, doing fine. Thank I'm you. Doing good. Yeah. Uh, I'm all right. <laughs> there just should be a murmur, <laughs> just a right. general murmur across the audience. Yes. How <laughs> creepy would it be if every, like, you've got an auditorium with like, you know, 800 people, and so the guy gets on stage, how's everybody doing? And everyone in unison goes, I'm doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> That would be the creepiest or, thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> that would like be or, George Orwell or, or something. Or now I'm liking right. where the whole crowd is silent somehow, but one guy says, "I'm doing pretty good." Like, <laughs> just <laughs> just out in voice. the middle of the ocean yeah. of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, 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 yeah. Did yeah. Did, did we, we, here's what should happen with every with every group. There should be in order to gather. You should have to pick a a, 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 a spokesperson. A nominate right? a spokesperson. Okay. <laughs> hey, I heard you guys are going to Foo s- Fighters. <laughs> heard you guys are going to Foo Fighters on Friday. Yeah, man, I totally think that Cliff should be the spokesperson this time. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, Cliff, you can't drink. <laughs> yeah. You're the designated, designated spokesperson. spokesperson. <laughs> right. Now we're going How's to vote by secret doing? ballot before I answer his questions on stage. Yeah, there are uh, twenty thousand people in the uh, in the auditorium, and it's you know it's a big musical act. They run out onto the stage, everybody's cheering, and then they're like, "How's everybody doing tonight?" And everyone shuts up, and one guy up in the <laughs> up in the nosebleeds is like, "We're doing pretty good." <laughs> but one girl named samantha kind of has a headache (laughs) that would be me (laughs) i like i like that a lot and i lost my wallet <laughs> oh, can you imagine how many how many reports there would be so in a twenty thousand person? Be like, hold on, let me look at my notes. <laughs> and then you just hear whispers. Why did we let Cliff up in the nosebleed be our spokesperson? <laughs> Dave Grohl can't even hear him. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, they start the first song. Right. the The answers are all in. And they can begin the concert. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Have you ever been a part of a crowd where somebody says, how are you doing tonight? And the crowd says, woo. And then they say, I can't hear you. And then you're supposed to scream louder. And they do that mm-hmm. like three or four some- times sometimes. And you're like, bro, <laughs> I gave you a woo from day one. 
from the exactly. word go. Yes. How many wounds do you require? Over it. Right. <laughs> How and many wounds it funny? get you to shut up? You always feel like they're talking directly to you, like you're not being loud enough. You probably are yeah. being loud enough. It's the other guys. <laughs> they That's need right. to be louder. But you're <laughs> right. like taking all this responsibility on yourself when it's not even your fault. I'm going to adopt that mentality uh, on phone, uh, individual one-on-one phone conversations, right? So <laughs> yeah. uh, ring, ring, ring. Uh, well, so let's, let's, let's do this real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. okay so uh, you, you're going to call me, okay? Okay. Ring ring. Yeah. ring ring. Hold on, and, and you're gonna, and at some point you're gonna ask me how I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> ring ring. Ring ring. Hello. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Hey. My ringer's messed up. Sorry. I, I think my okay. ringer's messed up. <laughs> it sounded like an old timey one, right? <laughs> For some yeah, it did. So, <laughs> well, Indeed. cool. Okay. Uh. Oh, hey, Tone. This is just a well, well call. How you doing, man? <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Are you you're actively skydiving? That's pretty cool. Are you burning alive? Well, that's not ideal, but let me ask. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I don't think I don't think that went the way. That's not how it's supposed to work, Wopsle. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, from now on, it can. I think I think it went perfectly well. Oh, it was fine. <laughs> What if okay, so now the singer comes out on the stage and he's like, How are you, Detroit? Everyone says, Woo! And then one guy in the front says, Bro, we can't hear you. And so he's on the stage is like, Oh my bad. Woo! Yeah. I think of how think of how it would change the audience response if the guy came out and said, How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody would be like, well, uh, <laughs> well, the more important question is, how are you? Oh, yeah. How um, are you, dude? <laughs> good, good point. See, <laughs> yeah. And if you trail off perfectly the way you just did tone, we're like, even if you were going to scream in response, there yeah. wasn't a clear part to yeah. start. When, when <laughs> right. do you start? So like, you never know yeah. when to go. Woo, like you're woo, waiting woo. your turn. But like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Woo, woo, uh, woo, woo. Woo. Oh, should we go? Are you? Do you think it's? Should we woo now? What do, do you think? Maybe he's you, woo. And then uh, what was his name? That, that's the representative Cliff. in the Cliff. back in the nosebleed cliff. Yeah, and so the, the the woo, you know, the lead the lead singer's woo goes all the way down, and then finally finishes, and everyone is silent, and way back in the nosebleeds, you hear woo, <laughs> and that's Cliff. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff just, can't be having a good time. <laughs> Cliff just became the collective woo. Save right. us all from not knowing when to go. Good job, Cliff. Thanks for listening. I knew he was the right man for the job. <laughs> Shout out to Cliff, man. Shout yeah. out to Cliff. All right, guys. Well, let's get into some reviews. The, the main point is what we just did 
helped more people than anything we've ever done. So we might not have to help anybody the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah let's call it good a day. episode, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> right? bye bye. All right, now let's just have some fun. Uh, so to start us off this week, uh, Wopsle, what are you going to review for us today? Listen, sometimes I bring co- topics I'm confident that we can all add to. I'm not as confident this week, but it's an important, it's especially an important topic this week for us to talk about. Okay. I want us to review Big Brother. Oh, I am the happiest person <laughs> in the world right now. <laughs> That's right. The TV show Big Brother, it's back. We just started a new season of All Stars. And so I just wanted to kind of take a look back and talk about all things Big Brother. So she right off the bat, what do you think about Big Brother? What's your experience with Big Brother? Um, I don't watch it a lot. So I, I probably won't have a lot to contribute, but I, you know, back when Survivor started and Big Brother was out around the same time. And yeah. so I've been watching it for a long time, off and on here and there. So um, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's well, an interesting listen, concept. It seems very stressful to me, which is one reason I don't watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's be clear about this podcast. G. You can have an opinion without having an informed <laughs> opinion. So please. <laughs> okay. Please. I have Boy, an opinion. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> the w- <laughs> I, sw- I, I beg your pardon. That is not how we do things around here. Yeah. So my yeah. opinion is the worst person on the on the show all seasons is Big John. He is by far the worst. I don't. I just made that up. I don't know. Is there a Big John? <laughs> no, there's not. But you had uh, me going. That was so good. Oh. I was really hoping that Big John was a real guy. <laughs> that was so good. And then wow, silence. That was so good. I thought, mm. I thought he was. I, I was like, I can't believe I don't remember the worst person. <laughs> With the name Big John. (laughs) Yeah, Big John. Oh. Yeah. She, please keep doing that during this review. That's going to be an important part of this review. (laughs) Okay. All right. We'll see what I can do. Well, Tone, we've talked a little bit about it. What is your, uh, as the big brother in this family, what is your uh, take on Big Brother? Well, I mean, obviously, my favorite of all time is Little Ned. Just oh, kidding. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. kidding. Love that guy. <laughs> no, uh, I'm a huge fan of the show. I What happens with me is I'll get in. Someone, okay, here's what will happen. Someone will say, hey, did you hear Big Brother starting this week? Three minutes later, I'm talking about Paul Abraham or whatever his name is, and the t- <laughs> yeah. and the friend the friendship guy, and I'm and I'm talking about the merits of the game he played in season 18 or whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, and then people are like, "Do hey, take a breath." I was wondering, <laughs> just a very general, broad. I was going to invite you to our watch party, but thank you for <laughs> advising me yeah. against doing that. That's right. <laughs> Tony has to focus. He has ended so many calls with, with me by, oh, it's time for Big Brother. Or he warns me ahead of time, I'm going to be getting off immediately at 9 o'clock. So <laughs> yeah. just so you know, when <laughs> yeah. I hang up, that's where I went. So he can't be bothered it by is, a watch party. He's got to be focused. That's right. And, you know, and really it is actually the only show that I will say that, that I have to schedule around. So I, it's the only show in the world that I schedule my life around it. And what's great is it comes on three days a week when it's on. <laughs> yeah. And there's Big Brother After Dark and the live feeds that I get because I'm a member of CBS All Access. 
So I get all the live feeds. I get all the after dark and whatnot. I I can watch as much as I want. And so this is a problem. <laughs> you are a super fan. And isn't I'm, it interesting that the reality show that by far has the most ways to interact and view. There's no other reality show happening in real time. There's no other reality show that you've got 24-hour live access. You've got a nightly late show. But there's also no other reality show where less activity happens than That's in Big right. Brother. That's right. Yeah. They <laughs> aren't exactly doing, right. Like, how much can you watch a hammock swing? Like, but we love it. <laughs> we are glued. <laughs> They pulls in the hammock again. Yes. Do you feel like that if if there were cameras in our house during quarantine, that's what we would be doing? Just watching each other do the same thing that we're doing right now, just swinging in our hammocks that's and a, sitting. That's on a the great computer. question. Yeah. Do people? I I know. Well, part of it is the gameplay. That's actually the majority of it. When I'm watching and there's two people swinging in the hammock, I'm looking around like. Okay, are they looking suspicious while they're talking uh, about Mark? Uh, are they, you know what I mean? Like, what are they are, about to make out? What are they? Well, I don't ever think about that. Oh. I don't care. The whole hookup thing, I'm not even, it doesn't, it's not on my radar. But sometimes the the romance part plays into the gameplay. Like, if you're a couple, you're right. a more susceptible target. So sometimes that's that's where the hookup part matters. That's mm-hmm. right. You it totally does. Yeah. 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 But what, what what is on my radar is the... Uh, the uh, you know the gameplay so there are two people on the hammock they're talking about mark and then and i'm like okay now what are they oh they're putting a plan together these people never have been a force before and now they're coming together and then mark mark's walking to the hammock mark's walking over to the hammock Can you hear them on the, or is it just a, like a video? Oh, you, no. Can you yeah, hear you them? can hear them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that might everything. be interesting. Yeah, I love listening into people's conversations. You know, on the weekly, on that show, you get to see two people in, whispering in a room, and the person they're whispering about walk in, and the person just be like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Evan Mitz fit like that. They're really weird. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, we're just talking about oven mitts. Oh, really? Okay. Well, then I guess I'm going to leave. <laughs> well, what's great is there are some people who are really bad at that whole, you know, continuing a non-existent conversation. And yeah. so sometimes, like, somebody will walk into a room and then everybody just looks at them. The, right. You know, the, the, and then uh-huh. the person goes, oh, <laughs> I see what's happening. And they'll walk back out and they'll go walk to somebody <laughs> in the kitchen who's washing the dishes and they'll walk up to him and go, hey, there's three people in the so-and-so, so-and-so. They're talking about me right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, I walked in and they all just shut up. <laughs> just looked at me. <laughs> they just looked at me. Yeah, the the... I like the gameplay, but I kind of like like the social awkwardness so often in Big Brother. Ugh. Just people just like making me crawl with like how awkward they are, how, how unaware they are. Sometimes like there will be two people like having a heated fight and then someone will sit down in between them and just be like, have you guys seen the peanut butter pretzels? And they're like, we, we're having a serious discussion right here. One of them's crying. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> for me, the ladies do not dress modestly enough for my comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, there's usually a lot of they do for mine, by the way. <laughs> clothes, which is, you know, I'm, I'm like very dress however you want, <laughs> but you know, it's just kind of like I, I, I can't stop. I, I'm yeah. sorry. 
I can't. Anyway. <laughs> I let me she she let me also yeah. ask you before you do your rating. I just wanted to ask you, what was your favorite part, your favorite thing about Big John? <laughs> what's your favorite memory of him specifically yeah 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 um, he's yeah. just so big basically <laughs> that was it i just oh, love what how a great big moment. he was <laughs> i did hate that he, he he had to live in the backyard because he couldn't fit into yeah. the house couldn't i was like that doesn't door. seem um, fair it's a lot of gameplay happening in the house when when big john and lisa frank made out that was pretty fun <laughs> so yeah. We all remember that was a great one. <laughs> Except he was like four times her size, you know, like four times taller yeah. than her. It was kind of weird. She was dressed in brightly colored clothing. Because she was a brightly colored cat and he was a 20 foot tall axe man with a blue ox. Yeah. And it was like yeah. a really strange. I just like to you see beat love me flourish, to it. I was know? just about to. I was just about to go there. <laughs> Big Bad John. Uncle Joe would be sad if we didn't mention Big Bad John. Big Bad John. Uh, Big John. Well, <laughs> well, Tony, just briefly, what what's one of the moments? There's so many, but what's one of the moments that sticks out to you from Big Brother? Oh history? man, yeah, there's so many. Um, one of them is whenever was it uh, Marcellus that gave yeah. up his immunity to somebody, and then they voted him out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that good. was great. That That's was good. a great one. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And then and then uh I, I really loved how Will, Dr. Will, played Janelle in uh in, in one of those seasons. I think it might have been All Star season, but classic. Doctor Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> what? Oh man. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just agreeing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh man. man. Well, yeah, you know, my favorite player is named Dan, and he did this thing called, like, he was done. He was going to get voted out, so he did this thing called Dan's Funeral. Oh, like, held a funeral, funeral for himself. I actually did hear about that. He, he made it all the way to the end th because of that funeral. It was so epic, so awesome. That's the I best to, moment to me. Yeah, I have to throw one more out there real quick. Yeah. When Caleb went against Frankie, and, and when, no, when, I mean, Caleb threw the competition he was supposed to be competing with Frankie yeah. and he threw it and Frankie had to do it all by himself, a two person challenge against two people and Frankie won it. Yeah. And that was amazing. That and right now, Sherry's going, you could be <laughs> talking in a different language. Do you know what it's making me think of? When, when, uh, back when I was a kid hearing older ladies talk about their soap operas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. That's exactly yeah, that's, what it is. That's a great way to yeah, package Big Brother. <laughs> Dan's my favorite player. But my favorite character ever on Big Brother was an an old New Orleans lady named Rennie. Oh, because Rennie. she just kind of talked like this. And she would just like, she would just yell at you. <laughs> and she would just be like, I, I ain't stupid. And so she would just yell at people. <laughs> and she was the greatest. Um, yeah, Rennie, Rennie, Amy and I quote Rennie. Rennie so much. So if you ever just see me in the wild, any podcast listeners and want to fill up my love bank, just, just yell at me at some Rennie voice and it's, it's made my day <laughs> so good. <laughs> now, who was one. the, who was the old, the old, oldest guy ever to be on the show and him and Dan had, had beef with each other most of the show. Yeah. It was uh, Jerry. Jerry, yeah. yeah. Now, I thought Jerry would be maybe one of your favorites of all time. 
Jerry, one time a plane flew by with a sign that like gave away game information. And one time Jerry was walking, looking up, trying to read that sign. And he fell in the swimming pool because he was That's looking right. up, walking. And that part was great by Jerry. <laughs> oh, man. But then Jerry, whenever he finally thought Dan did him dirty and he told Dan, you'll always be Judas to me. Oh, then yeah. I, I, I like Dan too much. So, you know, Jerry had to go. <laughs> okay, well, she what do, what do you rate Big Brother after all that? Oh man, I love Big Brother so much. I'm like the biggest fan. So I'm thinking this would be I a think... great time for you to like dig like to a deep Big Brother lore and just like break out that thing that like yeah. only the yeah. truest fans know. That's um, right. I am going to rate Big Brother three out of four big John. <laughs> <laughs> How could we forget Big John? <laughs> All right. Well, Tone, what do you rate Big Brother? Well, I'm going to rate Big Brother, the television show, V-I-T-O, the golden power of Vito. <laughs> V-I-T-O? Is that what you just said? Hey, my name is Vito. <laughs> yeah, Don Vito. Don Vito. I know Don Vito. Hey. Ah, Don Vito, eh? <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm going to rate Big Brother the golden power of the coupe de tot. Oh, the coupe de tot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the most broken powers ever to be used and also the most yes. uh, mispronounced powers <laughs> ever. <laughs> Is that a thing? That's that's yeah. really funny. Yeah, the guy called it the coop de tat. Coop de tat. All right. Well, uh, I guess let's move on and let's find out. And I have a feeling we we're already setting records right now. We've already set a record for how many people we've helped, and I think that we're about to help a lot more people. I, Shishi, I know I was what helped. Are you, yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. Big John right now can't believe how much he was helped. He just gained like a hundred Instagram followers because we and his it. ox. He's even bigger now. <laughs> so, uh, Shishi, what are you going to review today? Well, I'm going to review my most favorite thing in the entire world ever on the history of the planet, and that wow. is school supplies. School wow. supplies. Yeah. School supplies. I love school supplies. Who doesn't? Wapsle, don't tell me you don't like school school supplies. I, I, I don't like school supplies. I love school supplies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, because we're all kind of trying to figure out how, how to go back to school safely and all of that. Well, we're going to have to have some kind of something to write with at some point. So, yeah, <laughs> right. school supplies. So, uh, Tone, what do you, what's your you know, first impressions of school supplies? When I was a kid, unfortunately, school supplies were also kind of like they were kind of a social indicator of what, uh, you know, how much money you had, because mm -hmm. we couldn't afford the 64 crayons, uh, <laughs> Crayola crayons with the sharpener. Mm -hmm. And I would look over at people who would have these like these crayon boxes that look and these lunch boxes that looks like they came from. They were invented by NASA for for astronauts. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't know astronauts were coloring in space. <laughs> and oh man, I used to love looking at other people's stuff. And we never had that stuff. So yeah. Well, Wops, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, you'd you glance over them. and you'd be like, Bro, I got one color called yellow. You got mac and cheese. You got pineapple. <laughs> you got a sunrise. Yeah. You got 12 right. yellows. And one of them's called mac and cheese. And I hate using yellow. It's never dark enough. <laughs> right. So, I'm over here yeah. mixing paints like Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio or something. No. Um, so I would like to know what your favorite school supplies are. I guess when you get older, you still get office supplies, but they're office supplies, not school supplies. Yeah, there's definitely a distinction because you, you get your school right. supplies with the express purpose of being seen with those supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not quite true. the same with with office supplies. Well, so I was thinking about my the first supplies I remember getting thinking this is going to kill this year at school was whenever <laughs> I was in second grade. The only thing that mattered is that you had a folder or a notebook and on the front was going to be some animal that was just <laughs> so T.O.'d and he was ripping yeah. through some sports ball of some kind. Right. Like, I spent all second grade just like, this eagle hates this football. He's so bad <laughs> at football. He's like, I'm going to own the skies and this football does not belong up here with me. And like there were tigers <laughs> shredding baseballs, and like that was it in second grade. Animals shredding sports things was it. Oh man, I didn't have remember? one of those. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah, I had a trapper keeper too that of course had that same kind of. The trapper keeper was like kind of eighties looking. And then I opened it up, and there were all these animals just shredding things. And I was just like, I was like, this is finally the year I get a girlfriend. That was what I thought. <laughs> well, you were lucky, Wopsle, because when you were in grade school, we were out of that phase. And so mom right. had a little more money to spend on school supplies. But right. I can remember um, as a kid, like we would get the plainest, cheapest folders. We had to have four colors, you know, so you'd go to the, I don't know, like the 39 cent folders and get four of those. And I do remember getting like a special folder. I chose Ozzy Osbourne and it was, I don't know. It had some song lyrics on the inside and a little history about Ozzy Osbourne. I think it was Bark at the Moon. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember. I think it had Ozzy Osbourne's Bark at the Moon uh, album cover on the front. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. And so I just can remember like that cost a dollar. (laughs) I couldn't believe I could get this folder. Yeah. So that was, that was my favorite school supply. What about you, Tony? That was a great one, man. I remember that. (laughs) Uh, And I got, I think that I got a special folder at the same time, but I don't recall what it was. Uh, Um, But my favorite animal ripping out of some kind of ball. (laughs) No, they didn't start doing that until Wopsle's days. Okay. Um, No, I mean, for us, uh, you know, for, for me and, and Sherry, you know, it was back before a lot of artwork was on some things. And so mm-hmm. the thing was, we saw Trapper Keepers come into existence while we yes. were in school. Yeah, and they mm. were expensive. They were very and expensive. And so I remember I finally, I finally got one. And that is my greatest school supply memory is that I got a Trapper ah. Keeper. And it was by far... 
my prize, my most prized possession in the world for probably two years. <laughs> and by the by the time I was done with it, it looked like a complete and total mess. It was, you know, it was falling apart and everything. And of course, we didn't have a whole lot of money to go get another one, but I wasn't going to give it up. Yeah. Well, you know what? That kind of brings me to another point I had. And that is, I love getting new school supplies. I love the smell of them. I love taking everything out of the package, putting my pencil sharpeners and my pencils and everything in my box and getting everything organized and ready to go. But you know what else I love? I love it at the end when my notebook's got notes written all over it and my friends have drawn pictures yeah. in the pages yeah. and you know, your pencils are, are sharpened all the way down so you can hardly use them. That means it just shows how much you worked and all of your experiences throughout your school year. So and how I much fun you had too. too. Yes, exactly. I have, I do have a lot of papers. I didn't keep the actual notebooks, but I, I did rip pages out to keep in my diary. So yeah, I love mm. I love our school supplies. Oh man, I miss them. I wish there was an adult version, which you can't you can say office supplies, but it's not the same. Not the Come same. on. Not the same. What if we just bought like for how about for Christmas you guys buy me a trapper keeper? And I'm never going to be able to use it, but I'll find a way to use it. But you'll have it. <laughs> and that's so I'll have it. Yes, yes. it will it, it. it will be prominently displayed on my work desk right here beside my microphone. Well, listen, well, I I Googled Trapper Keeper, and just let me tell you and anybody out there listening that had a Trapper Keeper, spend about five minutes Googling Trapper Keeper and find the one you had, and your heart will have never been fuller than laying <laughs> eyes on a picture of your old Trapper Keeper, because I found mine, and oh. I am so full of joy. I found a picture of mine on the internet, you know what I'm saying? And I am oh, loving wow. it so much, just seeing it and remembering Oh, it's oh, so that's amazing. Um, I didn't have one until I was older, and it wasn't exactly a trapper keeper anymore, but I might be able to. It was to a find trapper it. preserver. It was the generic <laughs> one. Well, it was no, it was mead, but this is back uh, back when I started trying to be a writer um for reels. And um, so I had this notebook and it had pockets and and interchangeable folders and everything, and I was in heaven. <laughs> so, Tone, what do you rate? School supplies, dude. Well, I'm going to give school supplies a two. Mm -hmm. And that might sound like a low score, but it's because of the number two pencil. That's the only <laughs> thing. Earlier, I was watching a, a YouTube video on how to do something with a screwdriver. And the guy says, use a number two screwdriver. And I paused the video and I went, what? <laughs> I... <laughs> what? <laughs> And, and then, then I started the video screwdriver. back up. Okay. But yeah, I don't know what a number two screwdriver is. I realized that. I was like, okay, I don't know what a number two screwdriver is. There's a lot of things I don't know what they are, but everyone knows what a number two pencil is. True. Okay, uh, Wapsle, what do you rate school supplies? <sighs> I will rate school supplies. I will not trade away my pencils in second grade <laughs> because that's the sentence I had to write 100 times because I was wheeling and dealing those pencils. <laughs> I don't think it was in second grade. Oh, I will man. not trade away my pencils. But I would <laughs> trade like one pencil for 10 pencils. The economy was broken and I was living it. I oh was my for gosh. It. Were you, had, did you have special pencils? What was happening? Listen, they weren't <laughs> special, but I told everyone they were. <laughs> oh. I had hundreds, hundreds of pencils that hadn't even begun to be sharpened yet because I would trade. I'd be like, 
this pencil's got gold in the middle instead of lead. And they'd be like, I'll give you 10 pencils for it. Deal. Oh, I oh was my a gosh. skeevy little kid. I had to write sen- <laughs> I got in trouble. I had to give all the pencils back and had to write sentences. I will not trade my pencils. <laughs> I remember that. Or you're still oh, doing it, aren't yeah. you? Yep. Yep. <laughs> How many, what, what are you up to? How many pencils do you have now? <laughs> Yeah, my whole my whole that, home my whole home is just pencils straight up walls <laughs> the bed the TV. Well, uh, I think I'm going to rate school supplies. The Crayola brand 64 box with a pencil sharpener with sharpener had with, with sharpener. sharpener. I think I got one of those for Christmas uh, at one time, and I man, I thought I was you know on Easy Street. That was that was the best day of my life. It was so good. Yep. All right. Hey, cool kickers. It's your big little brother, Tone, here. And I just want to break in real quick with this week's five-star reviews. I have two of those for you. First of all, our first five-star review goes to Sharon Sala, the romance novelist from Prague, Oklahoma, our hometown. She mentioned us on her Facebook page and sent a lot of listeners our way, and we really appreciate it. And Sharon has a series of books out called The Jigsaw Files, and book three for The Jigsaw Files just came out. Uh, You can get that anywhere where books are sold or, of course, on Amazon.com. The Jigsaw Files. I'm reading book one right now. And uh, you should go get, if you haven't started the Jigsaw Files series yet, go get book one and get started on that. If you're caught up, then book three just came out. Go get book three of the Jigsaw Files. Thank you very much, Sharon. We appreciate you. Our second five-star review is the ability to buy us a coffee on kick.cool, our website, www.kick.cool. Just go there, click on the buy me a coffee link, and you can just, if you saw us in the coffee shop, you would buy us a coffee, right? Well, you can buy us one for five bucks. Thank you so much to all you cool kickers for listening. We love you very much. And back to the episode. All right. Well, I am last this week and I, I'm going to do a little gamble guys. We're going to, we're going to roll the dice. Um, I usually, I usually try to make the last review of the episode kind of like the punchiest one that has the, the most likely to be the, the big laugher, right? Well, I've been, I've been, I've been letting this topic simmer for a long time and I'm finally ready to break it out and I'm going to break it out as the last review of our day. And I'm really anxious to see where this is going to go. Hey, I just to give you some confidence. Remember, we reviewed mailboxes and it turned out pretty good. <laughs> so, right. Hey, and one more thing, Tone. Hey, probably won't be bank tubes. So, like, you know, don't worry about that. Right. There you, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Today, we've covered a lot of very broad topics. And this is going to be another one. So we'll see where it goes. Today, we are going to review pain. Pain. Don't love it. Pain. We're going to review pain. Now, there's some interesting things going on with pain. Um, Is change really possible without some pain involved? That's one thing. And I equate a lot of the changing. You think about your muscles. Mm -hmm. You work out. And you hurt your muscles, 
in order to make them better. And after a while, you like the feeling of that pain. You love that pain. it's familiar and you know you're improving. Yeah. So, Wopsle, what do you think about pain? I don't like pain, and I've never found that place where I enjoy the feeling of my muscles and things hurting. I hate it all the time. And I uh, I avoid pain. Like, for example, like I, one time I joined the track team my freshman year in high school, and we ran like a mile the first day, and I was like, that sucks. So I don't want to do that anymore because that hurt me, and I didn't like that pain. I went to the coach, and I said, hey, coach. What's the shortest distance I can run and stay on the track team? And he looked around the yard and he said, pole vaulters only run about 30 feet. And I said, sign me up. And I pole vaulted all my high school <laughs> oh my career <laughs> to try to, because I only did only have to run 30 feet. But then whenever I fell, it was into a big, nice, cushy bed. Right. <laughs> so, and you're flying high. Everyone's looking at you. It's really short. Yeah. No pain. Unless your pole breaks. Yeah, and I was the only, I, w- I was the best pole vaulter at Prague High School because I was the only pole vaulter at Prague High School. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I don't love any kind of pain. I, I'm real bad with pain. Okay, okay. Shishi, what do you think about pain? Um. Yeah, I don't like it either. And yet, for some reason, I have decided in my life that it's my job to endure it. So... I don't know. It's like, um, I, I don't, maybe I don't feel pain as much as other people, or maybe I just don't notice it with the top of my mind. But you know, it's like, um, if somebody needs me to lift boxes, which I did at work yesterday and I stayed home today cause my back hurt. Well, a year ago, I probably wouldn't have stayed home because my job is to just go to work. What, no matter what I feel like. Yeah, I have sick leave. Yeah, I have very good benefits. I can stay home, but I I'm not going to do that to my coworkers who don't need me there at all. But I think <laughs> <laughs> I need to be there. So, but I do I do see that it has some value in, you know, especially uh emotional growth and mm-hmm. like, you know, exercise like you said. Right. Yeah, I think that growth and change um that some sort of uncomfortableness or pain in a, in a form is present all the time. And when you think about things, like we said, you know, when you exercise your muscles to get physically in a better shape, uh, when you run just to have good cardiovascular, it's, it hurts when, it, when you, when you start and then it hurts less, the more you do it like everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, even social situations, when your very first time you're put into a specific social situation, it hurts. And then the more you do it, the less it hurts. Um, how about childbirth? Childbirth about it. is its the most beautiful thing that's <laughs> happening in our world. And it's the most painful thing that's happening in our world. Yeah. Honestly, um, you know, I think that modern medicine has made it harder instead of easier. It's safer, but I think it's harder because mm-hmm. they kind of put your feet in the air when really you need gravity's help. So we won't go too far into that. Right. There, I think there's a lot of things that we could do to make it make it easier and less painful. Yeah, it's going to be painful, but it can be, I think it can be a a good experience. And all three of my births were in the hospital and it wasn't really a good experience. I mean, as far as that goes, it is uncomfortable. Yeah. Whenever we uh, had our first kid, uh, the, the, the doctor came in, he said, Hey, if you want an epidural, which is, you know, a shot that, that, that helps ease the pain basically for the, for the mom. He said, if you want an epidural, it's going to be 5,000, dollars 
cash money. Five G's is the difference out of my pocket. I had to pay. Wow. And I said, and I said, Amy, what do you think about not, not doing epidural? <laughs> and she was like, you know what? Let's do this. And about 20 minutes later, one contraction in, she said, I don't care. It's $50,000. Get that doctor back in here. And we shot her up yeah. so fast. She, uh, oh, she said, nope, thank you very much. I will be yeah. having that shot. And it's take like, it to I'm Easy Street. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And also, when you think about this, is this might be branching out just a little bit, but I feel like it, it applies to kind of the overall point. Think about think about supernovas. So you know these supernovas. It's it's a, a dead star exploding, right? And what and and so much of our body and our world is made up of particles that came from these supernovas. We would mm -hmm. not be here right now if these worlds had not exploded in this massive like the strength of a million atomic bombs. And there's one happening every second of the day. There's a, uh, an explosion that big in the universe. And so it's showering everything else with all of these, with gold and, you know, iron and all, mm -hmm. you know, all these heavy metals that only form at the center of a star. And Tony, why I was so distracted from your, your talk is because I was thinking about my next thought about pain really is that when I feel it, everybody hears about it. I'm really whiny. <laughs> oh. And so you were talking about this deep, beautiful cosmic thing. And I was thinking about how I dropped the punk on my foot, 4th of July, and whined about it for 14 <laughs> days in a row. I was like, everybody look at it. It still looks bad. I burned it six days ago. Look. <laughs> so I was kind of thinking the other side. Now, uh, you can still see it. I'm looking at the scar right now. <laughs> July 4th, 2020, and I can still feel it. Oh, it's it's been a oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been a month, but like I can it was yesterday. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I I uh I make sure everybody knows about every tiny if I have a headache, you better just leave the house for the day because I'm just gonna be oh I can't handle it. <laughs> I'm very surprised by that. You don't seem like a complainer. Yeah, and I was going to say, Tony, you don't ever complain, and I know that you're in a lot of pain, and you only tell me about it when I ask. Right. And so I'm wondering if it's like a frequency issue. I feel like I just talk about my issues a lot generally, but I don't really know how it sounds on the outside. But you guys, for sure, like, Wapsle, you have a lot less pain than Tony, so maybe that's it. He's just used to having it, and so he doesn't talk about it. So for you, it's a bigger event. Yeah. Right, opinion. right. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. well, I will say this. Okay, so Wopsle, can you tell me? And it's it's hard because you don't always remember the acute feeling of the pain, but you do have a memory of like kind of which pain was worse than another one. So mm. Wopsle, what was the worst pain you think you've ever felt in your life? Oh, that's a that's a good question. That's just a that's a great question. The the what I, you know, the, my immediate response is, um, the punk on your foot the, <laughs> a month ago, <laughs> <laughs> Nope, my immediate, and again, I, I don't think there's any chance I can remember this happening, but I still feel like I can feel the pain. One time we took a car hood and flipped it upside down 
and hooked it with a chain to the back of a truck and drug that car hood all around <laughs> out in yes. the field out by Uncle Joe's. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and once we hooked it up, everyone said, hey, we should do this, but we need some testers. You guys grew up with me. Guess who the two testers got to be? You and Rick. Me and Rick. They said, hop on there. And so we went and they found this little hill. And so they they did the truck over the hill, but we were still behind the hill, right? And the chain was in between. And then they gassed it so hard that we went flying 100 feet in the air. And then I came down and then the car hood landed on top of me. And I was just oh a crumpled, crying mess in the middle of oh, they picked no. me up. And- I have to tell the listeners that I was not involved in that. <laughs> Nor was I. I wouldn't have taken that child. I, I don't away recall from that. either one of y'all being there. I know that BJ and Sammy were both there because I can still hear oh, their of course. Still hear their laugh. Listen, I would have laughed at me too. Like laughing was the appropriate <laughs> right. response. It's amazing that But you it still offends the five it still offends the five or eight year old that was on the ground. Sure. Having just gotten crushed so hard. <laughs> so but I bet oh, you guys remember God. that old blue car hood, don't you? That old that is like Oh a, yeah. 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 So uh like, I, I was like, there. I, I saw it in. I saw it in action. Whenever you know, whenever they were, had, I guess, honed their skill and <laughs> figured out how fast you're not supposed to go. Right. So, Tony, you were probably like a uh, like 13 or 14 at that yeah. time. So, did, as a young teenager, did you still feel a little uneasy about it, or were you just like, "Yeah, this is going to be awesome"? You remember? I don't know. If, I mean, if you recall, <laughs> I'm Tone. <laughs> that's my name i'm that i'm your little your big bro, big little brother i'm scared of everything you think i got on that stupid car hood you're crazy <laughs> especially after you had heard my tales of how crazy right. it was. you're like yeah nope. yeah i showed up i showed up probably a half hour after wopsle did the flying trapeze the great flying lambino <laughs> or whatever i showed a leaping lanny poffo from mid-south wrestling anyway <laughs> I showed up about a I showed up about a half hour after Wopsle did his routine and they told me about it and I was like, well then that means I'm not getting on that stupid car hood while it flies across the grass. Yeah, I didn't do it. Everyone else did it but me. And I Wopsle, I gotta ask you this. Did you get back on after um, not, not even for a second. They even told me they were like, bro, we will go like one mile an hour. And I was like, no, was, did any of you see what happened? <laughs> I'm not getting back on that. Of course, Rick, Rick had and crashed you- pretty hard too, but he was right back on there. Cause he's crazy. You know, he was all down to party, but I was like, no, I'm not getting so on the car. I'm not getting in the car with you guys ever again. I'm not <laughs> right. Nothing. You don't remember it though. Is that what you said? Well, you what I'm saying is, it's kind of like crash? Tony said. Like you can't remember oh. the pain. What's that's what's weird, right? Like I don't remember how bad it hurt. So you remember the event though. But I remember it hurting really badly. Oh, right. Okay. Right. But did it hurt worse than like some of the worst skins on my knee on a gravel road? You know, I don't know because those sure like those big rashes sure hurt real mm. bad, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I just remember it hurting. That was the biggest deal. Yeah. In your uh, history. That uh, was uh, up until, that was the biggest deal all the way up until July 4th, 2020. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cece, what was the worst pain that you ever felt? Um. Well, okay. You know, this the pat answer is childbirth. Right. But I, 
eclipsed that oh. um, with tooth pain. Um, oh, I had wow. an abscess in my upper back tooth and it was, uh, I was crying literal tears for hours and, um, you know, tramadol didn't touch it. So it was like, it was all night. I had to do that all night long, but I was literally sobbing tears oh. all night long. Oh, it was terrible. Man. Yeah, man. That's rough. That's Woo. so rough. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, that's why this topic is a weird one <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's not funny. That's no. not funny. Mm-mm. Yeah, but, but it's gone now. Yay. I have a fake tooth there now. No problems. Much we'll yay. Again. Yay. <laughs> okay, so my worst injury is I tore my left patellar tendon, which is the thing that holds your kneecap in place. Um, during a basketball game. And at the same time, I broke my ankle on the same leg. Two for one. Two for one. I was <laughs> yeah. going for, I tried, I tried to do something with my upper body, but nothing, nothing worked. Yeah. The, the hat so, trick, um, the hat trick of basketball. Yeah, injuries. I was yeah. going for the hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to have surgery on both my knee and my ankle. And so I wake up from my first time of ever being put under. And I'm in some pain and I'm like, oh, you know, this is really wacky. I feel really weird. I'm still kind of high or whatever, you know. So there are like four nurses all doing stuff in my room. There's activity just crazy. And they're all getting stuff done, getting my room set up for me. And one nurse comes over, a a very sweet young lady who I don't think had been doing the job very long. And she says, is there anything you need? And I said, "My, my leg feels kind of weird. Do you think that you could lower it just a little bit it's it's very high up in the air right now can you lower it and she said that's no problem at all she goes to lower it and didn't realize you're supposed to put a little thing to hold the mm. uh the bed if you don't put that little thing to hold the bed then when you do the lever or whatever the bed drop the feet of the bed drop very sharply onto another piece of metal mm. So basically my legs went from being I'm laying down and my legs are up in the air uh, to my legs are now it's almost like I'm they're inverted and mm-hmm. and I had just had surgery and that ankle I've never felt anything like that and I screamed wow. like a woman like like a, a a young woman who was being attacked I I, I yeah mm. I screamed and all of them. So all activities stopped mm-hmm. and they all looked at me like, oh, no. Uh, and, <laughs> oh, man. Did they give you a million dollars on the spot? She said the, 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 I guess the head nurse or whatever of the, of the room came over and was like, you've got to put the thing under before you. And the girl was like, I'm so sorry. And I oh. think she might have started crying. Yeah. Oh, no. And, and so what that did to me was I'm in the throes of the worst pain of my life. And what that, but what that did to me was made me go, Oh, I gotta, I gotta keep it together. I'm hurting that girl's feelings. So I zipped it up. I I zipped it up and I, and I looked at her and I said, it's fine. I'm okay. (laughs) And <laughs> and wow. she, she was like, "Are you sure?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." But it's you okay. just screamed yeah. like your sister, right? <laughs> and <laughs> and so the head nurse goes, "Is there anything that you need right now?" And I looked at her. I said, 
what's the stuff that you gave me for pain? And she said, morphine. I said, can I have some more morphine? <laughs> <laughs> she, said, she said, I will get right on that. She said, also, here's the button. Every time you press this button, uh, you can do it once every 15 minutes and it'll give you more morphine. And I was like, oh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> oh, Bubba. I feel sorry for everyone involved. Wapsle, what do you rate pain? Pain for me means no pain, no change. Cece, what do you rate pain? So kids are our greatest joy, and they also are can be our greatest sorrow, both physical and mental and emotional. So... I am going to rate pain three kids because that's how many I have. Three kids. That's good. Okay. Well, I'm going to rate pain, uh, I, you know, because of all these things that I've said. And I believe that every single bit of change that we ever do comes from some sort of uncomfortableness or destruction or pain. I'm going to rate pain one million out of one million. Wait, have we ever done that before? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> one one million out of one million. That's a big, that's a big one. That's a it's big important. One. Without yeah, pain, yes. we would not be alive. <laughs> what I should have rated this topic was uh the pain on this one, the most important pain was for the listener. Sorry about that, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now they can get on Facebook and tell us what right. they think about our thoughts on pain. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, well, we just we've been getting emails from you, seeing you on Facebook, just kind of places. Just we'd love to know what's going on. So find us um, somewhere and just kind of reach out to us and say hey. And I want to give a big thank you to the band Bugs, B-U-G-S, for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. We love you, Bugs. Love you, Bugs. Thanks for listening. I just want to invite everybody over to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We have active accounts with unique content on each one. So yeah. Yeah. catch us over there. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That's episode 25 for you, everyone, you cool kickers. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, okay. Cake <laughs> <Okay>, cool. <laughs> <laughs>